everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Cosmic Conduits. We are coming at you from a week nine of lockdown. And today we want to get stuck into the themes that are coming through for us right now. And I do wish to emphasize that we're not trying to provide a commentary on the times because there's already enough of that. You know what's going on, you know where people stand, you know the current state of the situation, but we hope that we can highlight the most important aspects of what's going down right now so we can all just stay with it and stay with where we need to be through it all. Hell yes. So we'll try to stay away from the naughty C word, but we'll say lots of the word cunt because that C word is very healing and it promotes a positivity inside everyone when i hear can't i think unity i think friendship Dude, i think camaraderie i see rainbows and unicorns yeah. and like a field of tulips i'm yeah. just it, it just makes me happy on the yeah. inside unlike the other c word there's a lack of division lack of separation mm. you know it doesn't bring up anxiety in people it's it's not provocative it's not divisive right so that being said our first topic is also a c word what is it danny Change, change. Like, do you got any change? Change. Is that your "I'm homeless" song? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Took you a minute. So I found this interesting quote on change, which I wanted to start with. Yesterday I was clever, so I wanted to change the world. Today I am wise, so I am changing myself. Rumi, and everyone loves Rumi. Get some Rumi in you. If you live in an apartment, you might have a roomie. <laughs> kind of hate you. Uh, <laughs> Sometimes I do as well. I hear the pun in my head and I'm like, don't say it, Jesse. Why did you have to say it? I just, I don't know. Never mind. Um, how do you feel about that quote, Danny? I absolutely love that quote. And I think that many will be able to resonate with that if they've been on this path of self-development and on this path of trying to see and bring about a better world you do eventually hit a point where you realize that you're you're going nuts if you're trying to change everything around you without mm. trying to change yourself first. And I truly and firmly believe that change comes from the inside out in a real grounded way and in also quite an esoteric way. Mm. I believe and have experienced that the way that you hold yourself directly impacts your world. And I I was speaking to you earlier today about a situation that really solidified that for me earlier this year where I had an opportunity to be in some shit, but I refused and the person I was with, we, we refused to let fear seep into our beings, even though anybody else in that same situation would have been shit scared. And as a result, everything played out beautifully for us. And, um, you know, I don't know if that story is relevant here, but I think that that was really powerful for me to understand that I hold within myself what I wish to experience in my world. Mm-hmm. That's quite an esoteric thing for, I would assume, for a lot of people to digest because the situation you were in was more like a mental alchemy thing. But basically you were saying, hey, if I experience fear in this situation, I have a feeling that this is not going to go down favorable in a favorable in a favorable way for me so that is exactly mental mental alchemy you're taking a, a an emotion that is very natural and raw and, and sort of uh, a reaction based on the situation and choosing for it to have no place in that moment 
And that, that's a very powerful thing to do. And it's a very difficult thing to do. And it takes a lot of self-reflection. Um, and speaking of self-reflection, people I know, including a little bit myself, who have tried to change the world around them constantly have actually found themselves, A, going a little bit nuts, yeah. or realized that they actually have to, after years of pushing to change the world around them, they realize later they actually have to change themselves first. And the people who didn't change themselves and just kept trying to change the world around them, well, they end up isolating people and like moving into a phase of darkness and, and, and forming a really pessimistic, um, cold attitude towards the world. And if you think about that in a, in a purely grounded and physiological sense, if you are doing only what's good for you, if you're living well, if you're eating healthy, if you're exercising, if you're communicating with your community regularly, then you are way more likely to focus on what's good and to interact with what is positive in your environment and to not fixate on what could potentially bug you, mm. right? If you mm -hmm. come at your world from a place of feeling irritated and low, then the things that get to you really do get to you. But if you're feeling good, things don't get to you. And so that's what I mean that it really goes, it's on all levels. Change starts from within yourself. A hundred percent. Another quote I love about change actually comes from Maya Angelou. And she says, if you don't like something, change it. If you can't change it, change your attitude towards it. And that perfectly lines up with a quote that I've actually mentioned on this podcast before, which comes from Eckhart Tolle's The Power of Now, where he says, if you're ever in a situation and you're not sure what to do, you have three options, to change it, to remove yourself from it, or to accept it. And this um, idea of, again, mental alchemy, changing the way you feel about something is not easy. If you hypothetically dislike cats and... Now you're in love with someone who has cats. Now you have to change the way you feel about cats. But every time you look at that cat, it might you might find yourself seething on the inside or just resentful or you might carry some kind of negative emotion inside yourself relating to it. Um, now, the cat example is not good because, you know, cats can be lovely. So <laughs> the idea is just find what your reactionary response is and then realize, is this what I want to be feeling every time X comes up? Yeah, it's, it's what we touched on in the previous episode where you need to see the, mecha the mechanisms underlying each and every situation in your life mm. in order to understand why it is the way that it is. That is what's going to help you change your attitude towards it. And in this yes. place in time that we're currently in, if we're not changing our attitudes, then I think we're being ruled by this world around us. We're feeling oppressed. We're feeling suffocated. We're feeling controlled. We're feeling a lack of freedom. Mm. But if you can change your attitude towards the situation that you're in, I think you free yourself. And that is so vital. I agree. And so I do my daily meditations with waking up at, I've mentioned that in the previous episode as well, but he, the thing that keeps coming through in these meditations um, as they're being guided is, is, um, you know, where are you in this situation? It's not said like that, but in every situation, just, just look for yourself. Where am I right now? Where am I at? And what's being reflected? How does that reflect me right now? That's a really beautiful way of just reflecting on your current emotional state and, and, and I guess comparing it to what's happening outside of you and just seeing i guess really checking in with yourself yeah and like asking yourself hey am i here right now because i know when i'm angry i don't feel like i'm here mm. when i'm sad i don't feel like i'm here but really 
be with each experience, show up and sit in it Mm -hmm. and keep checking that you're remaining with it. Yes. Uh, Checking yourself and not sort of attaching yourself to the surroundings or or the narrative of what's happening around you uh, reminds me of, of, a Jesus quote that I actually have mentioned in this podcast as well, but be in this world, not of it, right? That's a really, it's, it's really esoterically beautiful. If you really sit with that quote and just chew on it for weeks, you can see how, and this is something you've said before, how it's so easy to get caught up and to not change and to stay the same and to stay stuck in reaction. It's just our natural way of being. So, you know, no need to feel shame or guilt for the way you are, but start to bring awareness to it. It, and it's going to be a journey and you know, you and I are still on this journey. Your next quote, these are all, Jesse's just written down a bunch of quotes. We're doing a quote thing this episode. I've accepted it. You know, I've been converted. (laughs) You can't run from quotes. It's happening. Apparently I can't, but look, Jesse's next quote is the measure of intelligence is the ability to change Albert Einstein. Love that. That's a banger of a quote. Love it because (laughs) I, it is a banger of the, of a quote. I really truly believe that because we are constantly in motion and your ability to embody that motion Mm. and to practice it by every day embodying something new, something different by striving for something more, something better. Adaptability. Yeah. That's it's adaptability. It's evolution, Mm -hmm. right? It's Mm -hmm. you can evolve within your own lifetime. It's waking up every day and choosing evolution. That's it. And I firmly believe in that. And that is what's getting me through this period of time. Um, It's what's keeping me here with myself in each moment, knowing that I have more time and space to commit to my evolution, to commit to my progressive, cohesive change. I want to walk out on the other side of this a lot less volatile, a lot more aligned, a lot more strong, like physically capable, healthy, active, mentally, physically. Um, Yeah. That's it. I think using this kind of situation as a means to create change within yourself is a very powerful thing to do Yeah. because you're taking a situation which from the outside is pretty crap, right? Hey, you can't really go outside um, or you have to wear a mask everywhere and you're restricted and now you have curfew. Um, you can't see your friends. That kind of thing can really, you know, crush a person and it is yeah. and it's sad and it's horrible. But um, the thing is, is that, when you use that time to focus on yourself, you can come out on top and you don't have to sit there feeling negativity or any kind of emotion that you don't necessarily want to feel because you can focus again on yourself and grow and evolve. And isn't it interesting how such an, such, such, such an amazing scientist like Albert Einstein was able to um, put forth a quote that is almost esoteric in nature. And I've seen many quotes from him that can be interpreted with a really esoteric and beautifully um, uniting kind of approach. I see. I, I don't necessarily, I mean, I think there's esoteric elements to everything that is wise, um, but I think that's quite grounded and quite practical. That's it what really I love about is. it. It really is, yeah. But this is the thing about this period of time, changing your attitude, embodying change i think a lot of people are feeling stuck and suffocated and Mm. they're feeling like like the world is stagnating like everything's on pause and i really it's keeps coming through for me transition transition we are in a state of transition where things are seemingly moving from one place 
to the next on the outside, but it kind of looks like we're in that in-between and everything is standing still. Time is standing still. We've put all our holidays on hold. We've all the gigs we wanted to go to have been postponed. Like everything's just been shut down and we're forced to sit still and to be in this one place and to fester. And, Mm. and this is your way to rebel against that. Like, okay, your world has closed in on you and it feels like everything is stuck and everything is still, but you can absolutely embody motion in order to counter that, in order to hyper counter that. Um, That's your way to fight against it. Yeah, the world's still on the outside, but you can be moving, progressing, living, expressing, embodying more and more and more to make sure that you don't become completely complacent complete complacent and just stuck in the wise people that i know right now are working hard on themselves working hard on their businesses um from the sidelines from behind the scenes preparing and preparing for the future prospecting for the even further out future and i'm loving that vibe i'm loving talking to people like hey man what are you up to how you doing tell me how are you really feeling people like yeah i'm working on this thing for six months from now and i'm like sick yeah way to get your head into a place where you can use this time of standstill and still move forward. I, I'm almost not interested in talking to people who aren't like that right yeah, now. Yeah, I hear you that. know, I it's hear a that. really beautiful thing because what I'm hearing from that is you don't have any commentary on the current situation. You're just doing you despite circumstance. And I think that's so important. Circumstance does not have to interfere with you doing you. You can always do you. Mm. If, if, if you're going to fall apart at any chance the world gives you to fall apart, then you're not going to get anywhere. But if the world imprisons you and you can continue to blossom despite that, then you're doing you well. You're committed to you. You are on the path to success for sure. Mm, I, I think that speaks back to what you said about adaptability. Even if you've lost your job, even if you can't pay rent yeah. and maybe you've, you're getting government assistance now, yeah. that kind of thing, you can still find some kind of way to thrive or rather just not fall behind and still push your way through this with, with a headstrong attitude with a, I'm going to get through this with with a, and change. And yeah, you don't change. If, if everything does fall apart for you, boom, become a new person because you're being forced to, Yeah. but don't the next quote, I'm going to keep it rolling. The next quote, you know, change is never painful. Only resistance to change is painful from Buddha. That's huge. That's huge because in that situation where everything's been ripped away from you if you just decide like cool i have to be a new person now boom fresh start but if you just think ah shit i can't do what i was doing before resistance to change that hurts man that sucks it does suck it does suck and i I really believe that resistance is one of the things that creates suffering the quicker you can accept a situation the quicker you can start to change yourself or the situation itself and then come out, you know, evolving. And changing yourself really does change your situation. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I'm a firm believer yeah. of that. I have so many stories in my yeah. personal life that are so have, en- have ended so beautifully just because I've changed my mindset at the time. Yeah. And then somehow, I won't even go into that, but yeah. it's just, yeah, really beautiful. Yeah. But in this period of time, by changing yourself and changing your perspective towards the world and continuing to do you despite, you let the world come into your life. And I think that mm. that's our way to reconnect. It really is the way to reconnect. I feel like everyone wants change to some extent. I feel like everyone 
wants some kind of greater global change, but people get caught up and stuck in sort of division or picking a side and hating the other side. And this is something that um, if you're on social media and something's just happened in your country or whatever, or there's a pandemic and suddenly your friends are polar, uh, polarized, this is something that can be difficult, but it's something that you have to realize that it just comes back to priorities and values. And like we said in the last episode, if you're going to prioritize you know, negativity, hate, and pointing fingers and like shitting on people who have different opinion, opinions to you, well, you're going to have a bit of a hard time changing. That really is resistance. You're, you're refusing to accept someone else's beliefs or reality yeah. or to them what they believe is just as much fact as what you believe is fact. Yeah. And, and look, th- this is very interesting to me right now because I get caught up. I have gotten caught up recently and, and it highlights the need for me to continue to, to change and to continue to adapt and continue to look at myself and the way I'm behaving and to choose better. And I think that in this current per- period of time, uh, maybe it be the Aquarius and the Leo in me, which is, you know, 98% of who I am, but I just, I feel the collective and I get so involved. And Jesse, on the other hand, just has absolutely no idea what's going on any of the time. And it's beautiful. He doesn't care. That's not true. It doesn't I, affect I, I him. I know to some extent, but it doesn't affect me. And I'm very lucky for that. Yeah, Cause you, I don't, I don't you, let it affect me. You just well. don't let it affect you. Yeah. And I, the second I crack open, it seems it all comes flooding in and I'm deeply affected and I want to start pointing fingers and I want to get loud and start speaking out. But that, I was, it's gross. It's gross. It's not fun. It doesn't feel good to me. I, I, you why, know. why, why doesn't that feel good for you? Um, because because you've done that once before. <clears throat> Sorry, you've done it once before, and I was wondering like why you stopped doing it. You know. Yeah, but, well, I, 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 I tend to pull back really quickly when I do do that because it you just do. feels very ugly to me, and it feels like I'm trying to change the world without changing myself. And it, and and it, I don't want to respond to my world from this place of anger. I'm a very passionate person, but it, there's a fine line for me between passion and anger. And I don't want to push anything onto the world. I don't want to push anything onto the world. I guess that's what it is. I don't want to try and control my world. I don't want to, I don't want to tell people that they shouldn't have certain views. That's not my place. That's not anyone's place. That's not anyone's place. Mm. And yeah, I'm still working on that, man. I'm still working on really just sitting and staying with myself and pulling back and being able to have these boundaries within my relationship with the world. Um, it's very beautiful. Yeah. I but, can imagine, cause I know how passionate you are and I can imagine it's kind of difficult to, you might read something and suddenly your blood starts boiling and you start typing this message yeah. and you're like, hang on a sec. Do I send this? Where is this coming from? Is this what I want to put energy into right now? How yeah. will this better the situation? Will yeah. it better the situation? I'm sure this like comes whirling into your head and you're like, uh, backspace. <laughs> yeah. Well, it does. I don't always backspace and sometimes I put it out, yeah. but you know, it, yeah. this is why I'm saying, I know from experience it's ugly and it's not getting, getting you anywhere. And mm. I, I'm thankful that I have the capacity to go back and feel heebie jeebies under my skin about yeah. the way that I've acted. And that, that's again, that's how you change. That's how yeah. you grow. Because if you didn't feel those heebie jeebies, you wouldn't have a place of reference to actually go, Hey, do I want to feel like this again? Yeah. Last time I reacted out of this emotion, yeah. what happened? And look for me personally in this point in time right now, man, I'm slipping up. I'm not slipping. I'm slipping up. I'm not slipping up. It's just, it's all coming through right now. It's mm. just opportunity after opportunity to, to redo and rewrite. But, um, I want to hone in a little bit on why we're having this discussion today. And it's, it's this concept of waiting on the world to change. I feel like mm. there's so many of us right now just 
annihilated by atrocity after atrocity, injustice after injustice. People are absolutely sick of the way things are. And when will the world change? When? When are people going to wake up? When is corruption going to end? When is blah, 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 blah. And um, that's kind of why we're having this discussion today. Mm, I think uh, art and and music and culture, there's been many different platforms that have been you know, yearning for this change, commentating on what's happening in the current state of the world for so long. And people are just, the most beautiful way I, I like to um, experience this is in, you know, art and literature and, and song lyrics, particularly. I love song lyrics. And uh, I think that when you look at the song lyrics, when you look at when they came out and you think about what was happening around that time, you can see this beautiful trend of people getting really fed up and saying things, but also people reflecting and changing themselves. And what a powerful thing that is to notice because, I mean, it's just beautiful. So many reasons. Yeah. And I think you do have to realize this is why we're talking about change, about internal change, because you may think, you know, oh, but there's so many people who are aligned within themselves, but the world is still a shit show. Yeah. But in their world, I bet their world isn't a shit show. Right. Yeah. Right. And so... You know, let me throw some song lyrics out there. One of my favorite bands of all time, Pain of Salvation, a song called Wait. It goes, wait another day, wait another night, week, month, year. And then the next three lines, right? For me to become I, for things to become right, while life will pass you by. So I love that order of happenings, right? We're waiting for the change. We're waiting for the change. And then all of a sudden you realize that I need to become me. I need to become who I am despite where the world is headed. The world can mm-hmm. go down the toilet but I'm still going to choose to be the best that I can be. And then, oh, I become I, and then things become right. Mm. Right? They only become right once you become who you think you are meant to be, and that is the best version of yourself. Mm. And life will continue to pass you by, and atrocities will still occur, but within your reality, I think I think you realize that you can crack something, that you can make your world right, and that's the best that we can do. Mm. I think uh, for me to become I that speaks to like the divine and everybody. It speaks to like the part of you that is connected to yeah. something greater, whether it's yeah. nature or God or source energy or whatever you call it. Right. Yeah. That is a really powerful statement for me to become, I, for me to hone in on the best part of myself or the part of myself that is unity and yeah. utmost connection. Yeah. What a powerful statement. And I'll just add that came out last year. Yeah. That song, a yeah. beautiful song, um, beautiful lyrics, great singing, and just a seriously reflective piece. And, and as you said, Waiting on the World to Change, right? Everyone knows that song. Yeah. Classic song. Yeah. Um, and and there, are so many, there are so many songs that have um, allusions to, these, to the idea of change and uh, change needed on a global scale. Um, but if we go into Waiting on the World to Change, which actually came out in 2006, there's an interesting thing that he says here in, I think it was the second verse. And he says, and when you trust your television... What you get is what you got because when they own the information, oh, they can bend it all they want. And to me, I think that's really intriguing because of um, how easily it is to get caught up and see what's happening on, uh, on the media and on the news and see that as exactly what's happening when really it's a small slither of what's happening. Yeah. And um, yeah, but you know, the chorus, we're waiting on the world to change, right? And... If you, if you sit there and wait for the world to change, then your world's going to be a shitty world because you're mm-hmm. sitting there stuck, nothing good happening for you, watching TV, watching watching the news, 
just thinking, oh God, it's all still shit. When's it going to get better? What a miserable life. It is a miserable life. And uh, I think John Mayer meant it from more of a... um, more of an observatory perspective. Like most people are waiting. He was more being a commentator. Most people are waiting on the world to change. I agree with that. And uh, you can go so far back and still find these kinds of references. It's beautiful. It's amazing. Like you've got these sea lyrics here, right? I don't don't even know what this song is, Courage to Change. But it starts out, I don't know if this is the start of song, it's world, I want to leave you better. I want to make my, I want my life to matter. I'm afraid I have no purpose here. And then she moves towards, have I got the courage to change? Um, world, you're not alone in all of this. You're not alone. I promise standing together, we can do anything. It's again, coming back to, I feel like a piece of shit because there's nothing I can do to change the world. But then I realized it's it's up to me to change my immediate situation, mm. my perception of this situation. That takes courage. Yeah. That's some real Strength. shit. Yeah. Uh, there, there's that little allusion to revolution. Standing together, we can yes, do anything. Yes. What a cool lyric. And um, in the second verse, she actually says, rain, it falls, rain, it falls, pouring on me and the rain, it falls, sowing seeds of love and hope. That's interesting because a lot of you know artists view bodies of water and rain as you know emotions, yeah. right? As, as being a direct tie to emotion. So when rain's falling on you, well, you're just going through emotion, Right. But she's saying that even though I'm going through emotion, I'm using it to Mm. sow seeds of love and hope. What Mm. a beautiful message. And like, I feel the heaviness in her words. I really Mm. feel that. I Mm. watch the news on TV, abandon myself daily. I think we, a lot of us feel this right now, this hopelessness, but that's the point. Like, let yourself feel it, let yourself feel it and come back to yourself. What do you think she means by abandon yourself daily? Uh, when you watch the news on TV, you get caught up in the situation and you're sitting there and you, you're just thinking, oh, I'm a piece of shit in all of this. I'm, I'm a piece <laughs> of shit in this world that's falling apart. To think like that is abandoning yourself, right? I think you need to really come back to yourself and come away from the television and come away from this hopelessness. And that's when you come back and hold you, you hold yourself. Mm, that's cool. Yeah. I completely had a different interpretation. Yeah. I thought she was talking more about meditation she'll watch the news on tv but then she'll abandon herself so she'll step outside of herself um and as as a response to having watched the news yeah i don't know to be honest (laughs) obviously these lyrics are great because that's multiple interpretations yeah um but yeah i can see how your perception was abandon myself being like i have to isolate because if i don't i'll go crazy so i abandon myself like you're losing hope looking at it the situation and look, that was from last year, right? That came out in 2020. Yeah, apparently, well. I don't know. Super new. <laughs> um, but just before we we roll on, I really feel like we're in this period of time where we're all away from each other. But if we can spend this time in, you know, some sort of solitary confinement, doing us and making us real good, man, like making mm. ourselves solid mentally, physically beast moding ourselves with love <laughs> and think in abundance and prosperity. When we come back together, what a community. Oh my God. We didn't let fear seep in. We didn't let ourselves become fat couch potatoes and miserable and caught up and abandon ourselves like no we chose to stay with ourselves we chose to walk out on the other end not walk out we chose to sprint out 
we chose to strut out, you know, I I look forward to that. And I know there's a lot of people who are going to walk out of this. I know, I know relationship dynamics will have shifted because I think we're really seeing the people who are thriving and the people who aren't, we're seeing why the ones who are thriving are thriving and the ones who aren't, aren't. And I can't wait to walk out on the other end with my brothers and sisters who are thriving and just to see what we do. Mm. I'm not saying we're going to revolt and fix society. I'm going to say we're going to be better for each other. And that's what it's all about. Yeah, and to be better for each other means really understanding each other and even forgiving each other. And that's the next topic, I believe. Forgiveness. Now, this is a very dense topic (laughs) and I'm excited to talk about it because um, I believe forgiveness is like a plant and you just have to keep watering it. Forgiveness, uh, finding forgiveness within myself was one of the most powerful things I ever did and it was one of the most um, transformational things I ever did for myself and then for everyone around me. So forgiveness is mostly for you. It's for your own peace of mind. There's this connotation to think that you have to forgive people uh, or or forgive something or someone um, so they feel better. No, it's nothing to do with them. It's first and foremost to do with you. Boom, change starts with you. (laughs) I didn't even think about that till now. It's not about anyone else. It's about how you can be within yourself that that's changes it. that's that'll change your world if you can forgive yourself mm. so it becomes easy to forgive everyone and everything i think i think that's sort of implied and i'm glad you mentioned that because i didn't really think of that you can't really forgive someone else unless you've forgiven yourself mm. so it definitely starts with forgiving yourself and then going hey person i forgive you for thing mm. and <laughs> and then that being sort of the catalyst for a lot of change in your life. And well, what does that even say about you? Just looking at it symbolically, it's saying, hey, I value friendship. I value unity. I value peace yeah. over segregation, resentment, Division, hate. separation, seeing you for the external, like I, I refuse to judge your, your cover. Mm-hmm. I refuse to see you as just what you portray on the outside. I think we need Everyone's just more that, than that right now. Yeah. We need forgiveness and, and, Without justification, that's what forgiveness is. It's unconditional. It's, it has to you be can still yeah. continue to be a piece of shit, but I forgive you because I understand your circumstance. I, I understand what got you to where you're at. That's it. And I preach all of this as somebody who finds it really, really difficult to forgive. <laughs> oh, she does. <laughs> Jesse said me. to me recently. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse said to me recently, Do you find it hard to let things go? And I was like, just like, no <laughs> how'd you say that it's like the Gosh, angriest so yes now. ever yeah but um i, I struggle you know with what? that and and i relate to what you are saying about you've got to forgive yourself first because it sounds all like oh you got to forgive yourself first but you know i guess i do feel ashamed at the way i react in these situations when i'm mad and i feel like something mm. is unforgivable mm. what's ugliest about that situation is the way it made me feel and the way i lash out and the mm. way that i respond and the mm. way that i carry myself through that if i carried myself with grace then i think maybe there wouldn't be anything to have to forgive because there would just be understanding yes yes I really have to empathize with you because I know that in those moments um, when you do lash out or when maybe you do something you don't necessarily, you didn't necessarily want to do, you didn't necessarily want to do. It's something that's really difficult to come back from. It takes so much pride and, and um, I guess uh, will 
lack of pride, I think. Yeah, pride well, is yeah, I guess what I'm saying it, it triggers pride and then it takes a lot of will to actually turn that around. It so much that you'd rather just not do it sometimes. Yes. It's like, fuck it, I'll look like an idiot. Yeah. Or fuck it, I'll be the bitch right now. Yeah. You know, and it's really difficult. And I have to say, it just takes major courage to, yeah. to put your ego aside. And I would actually say as well, strength. I think okay. emotional strength yeah. is what it takes to forgive. And it's taken me years to learn that. Yeah. The thing about emotional strength, the thing about strength is that there's many different kinds of strength. And emotional strength is, I would say for me personally, it's been the hardest one to cultivate. Yeah. I really relate to the strength tarot card in this sense. If anybody's familiar with the tarot, the strength tarot card has an angelic figure who is, she's like a giant in her environment. She's huge. So she's, she's significant and she's connected to the infinite. There's a infinity sign above her head and she's holding the head of a lion and its mouth is open. It's teeth are like ready to bite mm, cool. and she's holding it. She's so gentle and loving and trusting. So there's this, understanding of the volatility of nature and in that understanding not being afraid not shying away being with that holding it anyway but there's also this allusion to the fact that that lion lives within her and her ability to not slice its throat and make sure it's dead forever but to hold it and to tame it and to love it and to be with it that's strength. And I love that because I feel that lion within myself and I see that lion out in society and the mm. lion within me is like, hey, I'm the pack leader here, you know? <laughs> fuck off. Oh, fuck off, kids. cunt. We haven't said cunt enough in this episode yet. No, but, um, need more cunt. But, you know, cunt. yeah, it's, it's, it's acknowledging that there is violence and there is volatility, but we know that there is this. Mm. And the point is not to not, not experience that the point is to understand that you're going to experience that Mm. well i'm curious about something why do you think she's holding the mouth of the lion open because isn't that kind of an angry no um, it's very gentle if you see the card it's very gentle and it's almost like she's unafraid to put her hands in the mouth of the lion, nice. almost like, hey, if you lash out, fearless. you're gonna bite my fingers off right now. Fearless. And if, if we're thinking of, yeah, fearless, courage, strength, there yeah. we go. And if we're seeing the lion as her, it's like, I'm not gonna bite my own fingers off right now. And as, mm. if we're seeing it as the world, we're seeing it as, yeah, you're angry, I can see that, but I'm gonna love you anyway. And I'm gonna trust that you're not gonna bite my fingers off right now. Wow. So there's an element, there's an element, Tara is so deep, I love yeah. it. There's an element of trust associated here, hugely. Which, Again, comes into what I was saying before, right? Yeah. I don't know what you said before. I'm what did I say before? Yes. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you agree Who with cares? me if you have no idea what I'm talking about? <laughs> Who cares? I don't care anymore. <laughs> I was saying it takes great courage and strength to put your ego aside and forgive. And um, it's very much a... Um, I don't know what the fuck I was saying before. <laughs> Who cares? Like I said. Let's move the fuck <laughs> Okay, I'm just going to... Any any quote that I've quoted in this episode comes from Jesse's research. It doesn't come from... Oh, yeah, research. Yeah, okay. there you yeah. go. This he is, was about to take credit for something I wasn't even going to I'm not going to take for. credit for the next quote, which is from Oprah Winfrey. How did you know I was going to say that one? Because it's the next one on the list. Okay, fine. True forgiveness is when you can say thank you for that experience. I love that. Powerful, hey. I love that because I've seen in you, Jesse, your capacity to forgive the wrongdoings that have occurred in your lifetime with the people that you love um, have shaped you and you are so forgiving and you've revisited that that moment of having to forgive, being being unable to forgive and then coming to a place of forgiveness. You've revisited that 
mental, uh, sorry, consciously and subconsciously mm. over and over and over. And I've witnessed yes. it over and over and over. And you yeah. constantly take more and more away from that. And that has shaped who you are. And it's shaped who we are in this relationship and it's shaped how you relate to everyone in your life. And so if you can really reflect on these moments in which you've been hurt and you need to forgive, there's so much to take away from these experiences. They happen for a reason. Yeah. Totally yeah. agree. Very well said. It's not an injustice if you see it like that. It's not. It's really not. And um, this next quote actually sort of really reaffirms that. Without forgiveness, life is governed by an endless cycle of resentment and retaliation. Now, I couldn't find who the author of that quote was. So if anyone knows it and you feel like telling me. That's so <laughs> right. Know. That's so right. If you can't forgive, then you retaliate. And then they can't forgive you. And they retaliate. And then you can't forgive them. And you retaliate. Think about think about the cycle. Like the vicious yeah. cycle that is lack of forgiveness. Yeah. And it's like the people that... Okay, let's think about this in like a social justice, current political situation stance. If you can't... If you, if you are holding that volatility towards the powers that be, then you're just perpetuating their way of behaving. Because that's a lot of what's going on in the world right now. You fucked us over revenge. Now you're fucking us over revenge. Mm. And it's like, this is what happens, man. Can we step outside of that? Yeah. A lot of people um, would, would benefit from pondering that kind of statement because it takes a lot of self-awareness to realize what forgiveness is doing to you, first of all, or what lack of forgiveness is doing to you, first of all, yeah. what holding on to that anger and resentment and the finger pointing at the other side. It makes you sick, man. It, it does. You, it makes you... Oh, yeah. It, it gives you pain. It gives you ailments. If, if you have yeah. had a strong betrayal in your life and you're still holding on to that, tell me that you're functioning perfectly. I want to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> me too. Yeah. <laughs> um, you might be able to fool yourself into thinking that you're functioning perfectly because maybe you uh, went through a trail and you're going to the gym and you're eating healthy and so that's it. But there's something deeper there that, that, that takes a long time to pick up on or a short time if you're really tuned in, mm. which is this uh, thought patterns, these thought processes which run through your mind, these hypothetical situations which are trying to recreate the feeling of betrayal in your life so you can finally process it. And mm. Oh, God. <laughs> Fuck that. I hate that. Oh. Why? I don't know. That just hit me. Like what, what about you're that trying to recreate these situations for yourself so you can hopefully play it out a little bit better this time. But if you're unconscious, yeah. if you're subconscious, but if you're doing that in your real world, which you can do, mm. if you're subconscious of that train of thought, if you're subconscious of that behavioral pattern, then you will play that out wrong again. Again. Yeah. And again and again until and again. You, until you realize that your subconscious has been running the show. God damn it. And then it's like, oh, why have I been cheated on seven times? Yeah. <laughs> damn. Legit. Is something wrong with me or is it them? No, it's them. I'm going to, I'm gonna this guy I just met him three, <laughs> three hours ago. Let's go on a date. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I do. There are these patterns and they'll just keep yeah. happening unless you decide to turn the light inside your consciousness and then realize that you can run the show if you want. Yeah, uh, I hear that. But hey, uh, can I wrap off this forgiveness thing or do you want to throw a couple more yeah, quotes out? Uh, chuck that last quote in and then let's wrap it off. The ocean one? Wait, what are you looking at? No, I'm going to say the last quote. The first to apologize is the bravest. The first to forgive is the strongest. The first to forget is the happiest. Boom. Intense, intense. The weak can never forgive. Forgiveness is is the attribute of the strong Gandhi. That's huge. Oh man. And, and talking about Gandhi. Talking about forgiveness. Oh my God. Gandhi. Talking about I mean, change. All you've got to do is, if, if you want to see the depths of it, read his biography, but if you want to just get a glimpse into what's happening, the Gandhi film moved me yeah. deeply. 
Yeah. My God. Um, the last thing he says about forgiveness, or not necessarily about forgiveness, but sort of about it. He says, you must not lose faith in humanity. Humanity is an ocean. If a few drops of the ocean are dirty, the ocean does not become dirty. Hey, we're constantly pumping our shit into the ocean, man. Like it carries it. It carries it. It's true. Know? Look, maybe that doesn't necessarily apply for the ocean right now, but because it's already saturated and dirty. Yeah. However, think about it conceptually and from but his standpoint. But I'm saying the ocean's point, still pure despite the tons and tons of shit that's being shoveled that's into true. it every single day. Like, we still swim on it. It still yeah. rejuves and reju- rejuvenates us. Hell yeah. I go to the beach and I, and I come out of the water and I just feel like clean. Yeah. And that's the kind of thing that is purifying and yeah. healing. And, 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 and I guess if you, if you don't forgive yourself and then the people around you for, for acting differently to how you would or seeing things differently to how you would or prioritizing different values differently to how you would then you won't immerse yourself in your world in a way that is rejuvenating yes yeah yes yeah I, so just to wrap off the forgiveness thing you know being the change let's be better for each other let's forgive ourselves in the way that we have acted in the way that we have responded in the way that we've led ourselves into situations that are messy and ugly and maybe people have hurt us but how do we end up there we walked into those situations most of the time you know mm. and um let's not forget that our world if we're trying to again talking about waiting on the world to change i think change is the biggest theme of our of our conversation today let's not forget who our world is it's not the global it's not it's not the the global population it's not the whole fucking earth it's us it's your friends your family your parents your teachers your students it's your immediate community if you can have an impact on the 100 200 people that you're immediately related to your neighbors your neighbors neighbors that's your community let's not forget that if we can be good with everyone around us i think that's doing a lot of good man definitely definitely changing yourself is the key so what do we have to say about revolution? Well, revolution is interesting because it so beautifully ties into change. However, there's this famous meme that everyone's seen where there's uh, a guy at a podium and then a crowd of people. And then the guy at the podium says, who wants change? And every person puts their hand up. And then the next slide of the meme is, who wants to change? And then everyone puts their hand yeah. down. And what That's a, it. Isn't that great? That is the essence of it. That is literally it. Yeah. So that, that ties together beautifully how I perceive revolution. Revolution won't happen unless there's change within us. Yeah. There have been versions of revolution that have happened where they've happened purely out of anger and like complete disobedience, yeah. not civil disobedience, complete disobedience. And those... You know, maybe they've been favorable for a little bit, but it's not necessarily the most lasting, great, life-changing change for the global situation. It's It's actually really interesting that you say that a lot of these places that have experienced revolution in that sense are currently, like right now, falling back into the hands of the evil. Corruption has seeped into these people who caused the revolution in the first place. Look at Aung San Suu Kyi in Myanmar. I know you have no idea what I'm talking about. But for those that do, that's gone so... He has no idea what I'm talking about. (laughs) (laughs) But for those that do, like how sour did that situation turn? I remember in primary school doing a speech about the whole situation. Like that's revolution. That's change for the better. That, That shit's turned sour. It's gone ugly. It's gone wrong. So... 
we need to change the way that we create change. We yeah. need to change the way we think about change mm. because the way it's being done and has been done is just, it's leading to cycles that are occurring over and over and over again. And we don't just want to start a new cycle. We need to break free from the cycle altogether. Yeah. If we're talking about that whole move towards the cosmic consciousness thing, like, yo, I know I'm mocking that in that with that tone of voice. I believe in that, but I still think we're a thousand years away from that. If we don't experience a radical shift in our trajectory. And if we don't liberate ourselves from these karmic cycles that are playing out in the macro and the micro. And how would you liberate yourself from these things? How, what are you doing in your everyday life? I'll tell you what, I think. What? Forgiveness. Yeah. That's and change. Well, forgiveness is going to be the first thing, And right? growth and evolution, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cause, yeah. Because if you, if you can forgive yourself... Then, then you're you, not constantly angry at the world. That's it. And that, that, that anger's not preventing you from being able to be better. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So then you forgive yourself and then you start becoming better. Yeah, and you forgive your partner and, you, and your stupid children. <laughs> and not <their> children. <laughs> <laughs> so it's one of those things that... Revolution is something that won't happen until the majority of people have this collective idea of what they want, yeah. where you're not being caught in division, yeah. you're not being caught in separation, you're actually connecting on the things that you want to change. Mm -hmm. So when you see people doing things that you disagree with, or you talk to someone who has a perspective that you disagree with, I think it's really important to f try and find things you agree on mm. and you'll realize, hey, I actually dislike this person for this reason, but I like this person for this, 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 and this reason. And realize that, I guess, you're all on the same team with regards to a lot of things. Mm. And when people realize that, only then there'll be a peaceful unified revolution and the unit and, and this revolution needs to be peaceful and it needs to be unified and this is why i think we need to stop trying to violently change the world and harmoniously change ourselves create your own world within this world you know yes we're governed by the government and the people in power and the popo and all that type of stuff but when i'm here in my own space living my own life man there's no there's no rules here i do what i want to do i do what feels good i do what makes sense and i live a life that is free because i am me and i'm doing me and i'm moving towards who i want to be and i I'm creating my own world within my world and I'm living that and I'm living aligned with that and I'm doing that harmoniously and that will bleed out. I know it will bleed out and it will merge with the other people who are creating positive, cohesive worlds for themselves. But also when you yeah. take that energy, that, that, that crazy amount of energy, I want to change the world. I want things to be better. When you take that energy and you put it into yourself, you run harder for longer. You be better to yourself. You do more that's mm. good for you. You create more that's amazing. You sit there and you study harder and you retain more information. Just keep putting that energy where it needs to be, which is with yourself. Okay, your world looks pretty shit right now. How good can you be? How good can you be? And just yes. see what happens for you. Yeah. You might see a different version of the world when you're acting from <sighs> yes. that place. Yeah. And I don't even know why I use the word might because I, I know that it's will. Yeah, and, <laughs> and look, I fluctuate when I'm not my best, my world's ugs. Yeah. When I'm my best, my world's like crazy magic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Things just line up in ways that you can't explain yeah. unless you're experiencing it. And look, it's been hard to, to tap into the magic at this point in time. And I feel like I'm, I'm really trying to hold that energy within myself and not seeing a lot coming out of it. But I am still slipping up. 
So I'm not holding it as strongly as I could be. Most people and are. Most people are. And that's, that's the thing. But, but stay with it, I guess, is the mm. message. Stay with it. Keep, keep coming, coming keep, back. Yeah, coming back to that center of, yeah. okay, well, how do I want to act next time? Yeah. Reflect on how, what you want to embody the next day. Yeah. Uh, I heard a quote uh, in Hunting for Quotes that says, don't let too much of today uh, be run by t- yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, don't like, like don't that. let what happened yesterday bleed into today too much. Yeah, so that's interesting. It says like starting anew, giving giving yourself a second chance, and I think if people can just be a little more forgiving, and start to see how if they change themselves, their worlds are going to change. And if enough people decide to do that, and connect and and and, and form um, agreements or find things they that they agree with with people who they radically disagree with, these this kind of that kind of acts and how it promotes unity will actually do a lot for change. Mm-hmm. And it will actually in the long run lead us to some kind of favorable living situation for more people on earth. Yeah. And look, uh, when I look to the more evolved version of everybody that I know, I don't see that, you know, these people that feel like they need to be angry right now. They need to be fighting for the cause. They, but somebody needs to speak out about this, but somebody needs to try and bring justice. When I see the evolved version of all of us right now, I see freaking hippies, man. I see people who are just chilled out and understanding and communal and not caught up. And I see that the world will be better if we come from that place. And, you know, there, is, there are people out there who think that you need to fight and you need to be angry. And, and I hear that. But I also want to keep reminding you listening to this right now, because we don't have a massive following. We're not talking to the whole world. We're talking to you, right? Are you one of the people that needs to be angry? Aren't there enough angry people in the world right now? Interesting point. I think a lot of the time people feel like they need to be angry because if they don't speak up, who will, you know, and they feel like they're standing up for everyone else. And in a way they are. And so I actually encourage it. I encourage everyone to do what they believe in. Yeah. As long as it's not harming anybody. Yes. Um, and some would argue that it is, yeah. but it, it, that's why it's a sticky situation. It's so sticky because that's the problem with the world mm-hmm. right now. People who I know are not harming anybody a lot of other people would look at them and say are you kidding me they're perpetuating everything that's bad right now they're harming me Mm. they could be harming people that i love and Mm. so it is things are so volatile right now man and that's why i'm saying like i think it's it's you know safer but not in a fear-mongering sense it's safer to just be with yourself right now yeah and the people who need to see you as you are will see you as you are Mm. um but look to the people who are fighting who are loud and proud who are speaking out who are angry um you know you guys are sharing some incredible content that i that is educating me every single day and i'm learning a lot from you i'm not from a sense oh i'm learning a lot from your behavior it's like no genuinely learning genuinely yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, i hear that so that's why i'm saying there's Voices are out there. The people who need to be doing that are doing that. But look, this is just our points of view. That's all we can do. Everyone's playing their own character and they should do what they believe is right. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. That's great. You know, no one, none of us are going to tell anyone what to do. Yeah. Um, But we do encourage that you approach whatever you're doing with peace, love, and and have a sort of more forgiving attitude towards people. Yeah. Because that's when change is for real. Yeah. So thanks for listening. Full stop. Is there, did you want to say something? No. Just full stop. Yeah. That's how you want to end it. Yeah. Okay, look, we, you didn't say segue today, so I'm very happy. Let's end it there. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs>